is our faith. Where, where is our faith? Because all of us will be sharing with you this because it's supposed to be. They'll be coming that overcome. And, and as and we understand, we're us down. All of a sudden, he tries to rock. face with adversity, face with temptations, and we, we face all this stuff. And all of a sudden, he's trying to rob you from becoming that overcomer you're meant to be. Robbing you of that individual that trusts his God. Amen. The Bible says in Luke chapter 22, Luke, excuse me, Luke 8, verse 22. Says these words, says, now it happened on a certain day that he got into a boat with his disciples. And he said to them, let us cross over to the other side of the lake. And they launched out, but as they sailed, he fell asleep. And a windstorm came down on the lake and they were filled with water. And were in jeopardy or in danger. And they came to him and awoke him saying, Master, Master, we are perishing. Then he rose and rebuked the winds and the raging of the water. And they ceased and there was a calm. Look at verse 25. But he said to them, where is your faith? Father, we thank you this morning for your presence that's in this house. We thank you for your people, Father. Lord, I pray, Father, that you help us, O oh God, in the difficult times and the disappointments of life, O oh God, to trust you and to use our faith to stand, to believe, to trust, Father. We pray that you would give us a revelation, God, that we would begin to be awoken, Father God, like never before. In Jesus' name, and everybody says, Amen. Amen. You know, here's, here's a beautiful picture here that sometimes uh, uh, shows us who we are in life. Devastations, devastations and life's hurts and life's pains. So in this situation, listen carefully if you can, Jesus was demonstrating to his disciples that he had power and authority over situations in life. Amen? He was trying to show them that, that he had power and authority over situations in life. If we're going to put our faith and trust in Jesus, he will be there for us no matter how difficult and how distressed things feel. Some say he will be there. He, he, he's going to be there. He will be there. But sometimes it feels awkward. Has anybody ever felt in your walk with God? Where was he at? God, where are you at? What's happening? What's taking place? And here's the same picture. He's in the boat with his disciples. The people who knew the word. Who knew him who walked with him, who's seen him do great things, who's seen him heal, who's seen him do great and mighty works, and he was there with them, and they were in the boat, and tragedy hit. Wow. I know none of you guys have ever been through anything in this church. I know none of you guys. See, life has a way of throwing things at us. Amen. See, life has a way of Causing us to go through trouble. Amen. If you're a teenager, if you're a young adult, if you just got married, hello, somebody. If you've been married a while, amen. So all these things, you're going to be faced with stuff that's going to try our faith. That's going to try our trust. What kind of situations, simple as this, that are going to try to try us, listen carefully, that'll seem unbearable. Broken relationships. 
a busy lifestyle, emotional problems, family problems, children. You don't hear me though. I got three of them. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Financial problems, marital problems, sickness, health, and even death. These are situations that pop up. There are situations that arise. And in each of these areas, we are open. This is what I'm going to tell you. We are open to disappointment, to difficulties, and heartaches. Amen? But my question to you today, where is our faith when this happens? Where is our faith when the broken relationship falls apart? Where is our faith when our lifestyle gets so busy that we forget about him? We forget about Jesus Christ. Where where is our faith when we get so emotional that we get weird? Come on, somebody. Our emotional, just because it calls us to think weird, act weird, become weird. When family problems arise and you can't handle your children no more. Oh, you don't hear me, though. Family things arise and your son all of a sudden talks back. Oh, you don't hear me, though. My son was talking back the other day. I said, Lord, help me, Jesus. I give you those teeth and I can take them in the name of Jesus. <laughs> now, you know, he don't talk. He's just like, oh, like that. <laughs> the family problems arise. Financial problems come and they hit you. All of a sudden, you have more month than you do money. All of a sudden, some bill came out of nowhere. Something popped up out of nowhere, like, my God, where did this come from? Or maybe you had a ticket you forgot about, yet you forgot about. <laughs> or you didn't want to remember. All of a sudden, you, got, you get sick. Like last week, I got sick, and I was like, man, I want to be at church. And I, I couldn't make it a prayer. I couldn't make it a service. I'm like, God, Lord. And, and Thursday was the first day out of, out of a week. I felt like I was, I was locked up in a room. I'm like, God, what's going on here? I want to get out. I went to the park yesterday. I'm like, man, for the 4th of July, we're in Corona. went to the park, went to the fireworks show. And I was like, I told you, I'm laying down on the grass. I don't even like grass. I'm laying down on the grass. But it felt good to get out. Because sicknesses have a way of getting you. Come on, somebody. Sicknesses have a way of getting you. Just messing with your mind. Messing with your body. Messing with your, the way you, your faith. And, and it'll mess you up. Not only sickness, but your health. You can't, you, you can't walk the way you used to. You can't run the way you used to. You can't do things you used to, and the devil will mess with your mind. Where's your God at now? Why don't you pray now? And he'll mess with your faith. I'm telling you that uh, these things arise and these things hit you. These things come against you. And so we're open to disappointment. So now, now I want to, this is a two-part series because I, I want to set you guys up to understand the enemy, how he works. He wants to let you know you're, you're not an overcomer when you are an overcomer. Come on, somebody. You are an overcomer. See, Jesus has given us authority and power over all the issues of life. He wants us to be overcomers in all. Someone say all. You know, in Greek, the word, what it means, all in Greek, it means all. <laughs> English, Spanish, and Greek, all the same. It means the same thing, all, everything, todo, zip, everything. Overcome all that we do and comes our way. So everything that we can do and everything that comes our way, we have authority over it. And we, can, and we, we have power over it. John chapter 16, verse 33. 
John 16, verse 33 says these words. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. Wow. In Jesus, you're going to have peace. But in the world, you will have tribulations. Wow. Come on, somebody. But be of good cheer. I've overcame the world. Come on, somebody. You, you, you got to understand this really quick, and I think this will help you. People say, well, why does bad stuff happen? Because in this world, there is bad things. In this world, there is bad people. In this world, there is some stuff that is uncontrollable. He's saying, in me, you're going to have peace. But in this world, you're going to have some trouble. You're going to face trouble. You're going to face adversity. You're going to face situations that sometimes feel unbearable. But listen carefully, he says, but in me, (laughs) you will have peace. Come on, somebody. In me, you will have peace. You will have peace. See, the problem is that we have an enemy, listen carefully to this, who wants to exploit or take advantage of the areas in our lives that are causing us headaches, disappointments, problems. His objective is to make us lose heart and make us get weird. They're been with me so far. So, so the enemy saying, okay, oh, this got you weird. This got you. This got you. So now he focuses on those. So let me tell you Satan's objective, if I can. <laughs> he wants to focus on the things that will rob us from our faith. He wants to focus on the things that will shake you up. And Daniel chapter 7 verse 25 says these words. He shall speak pompous, arrogant words against the most high. Shall persecute. The word persecute simply means to wear out. To keep on, to keep on, to keep on. To come against you. The saints. So he wants, listen carefully. Shall persecute the saints or wear out the saints of the most high. And shall intend to change times and law. Then the spirit shall be given unto the hand for a time, and time, and a time, and a half. Everybody with me so far? He shall speak pompous words and, <laughs> and persecute the most high. See, this scripture right here, church, is speaking of the spirit of the Antichrist. Who shall be released in the earth in the last days prior to Christ's coming. But it is important to know that the spirit of the Antichrist is already here. Working towards the same objective. Come on, somebody. You, you, I'm going to give you a quick definition of the word Antichrist. Antichrist. <laughs> Against God. Against Christ. And that spirit of Antichrist is very sneaky. It makes it sound like it's you. Oh, I don't want to go to church today because it whispered in your ear. Don't go to church today. The spirit of Antichrist is working on you. Well, I don't, I'm going to get there. Hold on, somebody. 
See, the Antichrist spirit is loosened in the world today in trying to wear God's people down. Trying to wear God's saints out. With what? With discouragement. In the midst of all your various trials and hardship of life. So when you're going through it, all the craziness of life and just living life itself, having marriage, having children, working a job, and all of a sudden you get hit with some weird stuff. He says, I'm working on you because I want to break you down. That is sneaky, man. That's a snake for you. Amen. His objective, church, his aim, his goal is to begin to plant seeds of apostasy. Now, the word apostasy means this, to leave, to abandon, to forsake. His to plant seeds of apostasy, in other words, to cause you to, <clears throat> cause you to leave the very thing you believe in. The very thing you draw your strength from. Mm. So that when the time comes, church, we will not have the faith to draw upon to help us out. So when you're going through something and you're getting hit, the enemy's trying to tell you, leave. Leave God. Leave the church. No one loves you. No one cares. They don't shake your hand. God says, but I saved your soul. Jesus says, but I took a whipping for you. I died on the cross for you. We didn't care about everybody else. Everybody okay so far? Good, because it'll get worse. Here we go. He wants to take, listen, the devil wants to take as many down with him as possible. The Bible tells us that we are not to be ignorant of his devices. In 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11, I'm going to tell you what this means. I really need you to see this. I'm going to take my time here. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11 says this. Lest Satan should take advantage of us. For we are not ignorant of his devices. See, the word ignorant simply means this. He says, in other words, you're not unaware of what he's doing. You're not innocent as you think you are. Hello, somebody. You're not unlearned. You're not green. In other words, wet behind your ears. That's what he's telling us. He says, the devil is playing you. He's taking... You got, you, got, you got to catch what I'm telling you today. The devil, he, he's trying to divide and conquer you. When my, when, my, when my mom passed away, he came and attacked me, my mental, my mind. Here I am pastoring, attacked my mind, attacked my heart, attacked my faith. And I had to trust God regardless of what happened. Come on, somebody. Amen. When my father passed away, I had to trust God. All these weird things came, these weird thoughts, these weird emotions, and I had to learn to say, God, I need, I need to trust you. I need to trust you. I need, I need to, I, 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 it's, it's devastating, it, it is a hard hit, but I still, where is my faith? Where is my trust? Where is my confidence in you? Amen? Because we can't just say we love him when everything's going fine. That's easy, man. That's easy to say, I love you, I love you. But when she acts up, can you still love her? Hello. 
When he acts up, can you still love him? That's the thing. We have to learn to take the good with the bad. Come on, somebody. Stuff happens. Stuff takes place. We can lose heart. We can't be ignorant of the enemy's devices. The word devices means his tricks. And how many know that devil, he's, he's, he is what he is. He's slick. He's sly. He's wicked. But there's nothing new. He's been playing the same game, the same record over and over again. How many have been hit with the same thing over and over again? Same attack, same lie. But the difference is where you were at your point in walk with God. Come on, somebody. When you, when you, when you, when you were, before you got in the boat and stuff started happening, before they rocked the boat, come on, baby. You know what I'm talking about? Before, before you got in the boat, when you're walking with him, you were on solid ground. You were, mm, you were, you were for it. You were good. You were good. But all of a sudden, you got in the boat. Now, listen to what the transition here was going to happen. And 22 says, now it happened on a certain day that he got into a boat with his disciples. And he said, and he said to them, let us cross over. Come on, some, let us cross over to the other side. See, sometimes to cross over, it's going to be some pain. Sometimes to cross over, some stuff's going to happen. I don't know about you, but when I did my crossover, it, it cost me. Everybody wants a crossover with nothing, with no pain, no nothing. Let me tell you, it, 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 it causes a lot of energy and strength to lose weight. Hello, somebody. <laughs> I'm sore right now. I don't know. I, I did one workout yesterday. I'm sore right now. My fingers, you know. Got to make you laugh before I make you cry. Here we go. They're going to cross over. Anytime there's a crossover at church, there's some challenges, and we're going to be faced with challenges. And, and, and you're knowing that God said, come as you are, but don't stay like that. Come on, somebody. Come as you are, but don't stay like that. I believe it takes, it takes time to make a man of God, but it shouldn't take forever. It takes time to make a woman of God, but it shouldn't take forever. Some people are just stuck on forever. Everybody okay so far? Listen, listen, listen. Look, look at Luke chapter 4, verse 13. Luke chapter 4, verse 13. I, I, I want to transition really quick. It says, Luke 4, 13 says this. Now when the devil had ended every temptation, wow, he departed from him into an appointed time. Wow. See, now when Satan feeds on our weaknesses, listen to what I'm going to tell you, and delights in exposing our vulnerable points, our vulnerable areas of life. He, he says, I'm going to expose them to find out where are you in your faith? Where's your faith at? So now that we talked a little bit about that, I want you to really quick say, okay, let's look at this again. Let's, let's, let's look at some these things again. If Satan has... has Found out that in my broken relationship, I got weird. He's going to play with his emotions. He 
He knows that you get weird when family problems happen. So he knows your weak point. So every time a family happens, family problem happens, you disappear. He knows, he knows how to make you disappear. Everybody with me so far? I'm trying to set you up really quick for you, can, for you can learn to beat this guy. When you go through financial problems, we find out you, 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 you go overtime and you start looking for jobs anywhere and everywhere across country. So he says, if I can get him out of the house, the church, I'll, I'll, you know, financial problems. Wow. Marital problems. Every time he gets mad at his wife or the wife mad at him, they go on a long honeymoon for the devil. <laughs> when he gets sick, oh, my God, he don't want to go to church at all. He don't want to even pray. I want to help you this morning to expose that devil. Expose him in your life. Expose him how he's attacking you. Why have I not grown up the way I should? Come on, somebody. Why haven't I been spiritual the way I should? Why haven't I crossed over the way I should? Why have I been walking with Jesus and still mean, angry, and stubborn? I don't know none of you, just me. Here we go. I want to know why I get weird and, and I want to blame everybody, but never myself. Jesus was telling disciples, get in the boat with me, disciples, because I already know how you are. We're going to cross over, and we're going to get to the other side. We're going to get to the other side, and it's going to feel like you're dying. It's going to feel like I'm not there. It's going to feel weird. But you know what? I'm going to go to sleep. Even though I'm going to sleep, I'm still with you. Even though you feel like you're by yourself, God is still with you. He said, I never leave you nor forsake you guys. I never leave you nor forsake you. See, the thing that I, I, I've learned, I've learned is if you trust God, then trust him. Come on, somebody. If you trust him, then trust him. If you believe in him, then believe in him. If you have faith in him, then have faith in him. See, the, the, the hardest thing that God does, God looks and says, you said you believe in me, then why are you jumping out the boat? Come on, somebody. Why, 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 why are you leaving now? Why are you going now? Why are you running now? <laughs> My thing to you this morning, are you about to perish with the raging water that's going over your head? Like he said here, I love, I love it. Let me go into so I can, I can, I can, I can move on. Hallelujah. He says, he goes, and he said to them, let us cross over to the other side of the lake. And they launched out. He released himself from where he was at. He released himself from that condition, that place. He released himself from being tied down. And he launched out from the place of hurt, the place of pain. And he launched out. And they, listen carefully, and they went out. And when they were on it, everything was cool. But all of a sudden, when you're crossing over, God will say, where is your faith? Do you really trust me? Do you really believe in me? Do you really say you love me? Because all of a sudden, the winds hit and everything hit. And they all freaked out. Oh, my God. 
and they launched out, and he fell asleep on this in Capri. And they were filled with water and were in jeopardy. They were in danger. And they came to him and woke him saying, Master, Master, we are perishing. The word perish simply means no longer existing. He says, we're, 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 we're going to perish. We're no longer going to exist. Because sometimes, I'm telling you, your trial might be big, but it ain't bigger than God. Amen. Come on, somebody. Your issue might be big, but it ain't bigger than God. Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the raging of the water, and they ceased, and, they were, and there was a calm. Jesus got up, and he stepped in. Let me tell you something. Jesus is always there. And Jesus is there to calm the winds and calm the storms. But faith that can be tested, you heard me say it, can be trusted. Sometimes God is just allowing to find out where you're at. Amen. And he steps in the picture and he steps up. He says, I got this. I got this. I got this. And he calms the winds and rebukes everything. And he puts everything in its place. Church, he puts everything in its place. Now listen to this. I think I'm going to go. Take it, go. Take it. But he says to them, this is the key. He says to them, where is your faith? And they were afraid and marveled, saying to one another, who can this be? For he commands every, even the winds and the waters that they obey him. Come on, somebody. Wow. See, the reason why we need to function and use our faith, he's saying, where is your faith? Where is your shield of faith at? You should understand that we need to use our faith. Our faith is a shield. The Bible calls it in Ephesians chapter 6. He says, uh, 6, 13, he says, take up the shield of faith, which you'll be able to quench all the furious darts of the wicked one. He's telling us that our faith is a shield when the enemy tries to lie to your mind, lie to your heart, and tell you God don't love you, he don't care, he don't care about what's happening to you, and that's what you get. The enemy will throw all these weird things at you. Come, I'm never felt that. The enemy tell you that's what you get, I, I, and he'll throw all these weird stuff, the weird darts, and that's why your faith. I said, no, I don't think so. No. No, uh, no, uh, I, I refuse to listen to that. I refuse to act like that. I refuse to think like that. I, re- I refuse to allow those darts to miss me up. I, I refuse to allow the enemy to try to manipulate and feed on my weaknesses. Come on, somebody. To, 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 to feed on the openness of how I feel emotionally. Because that's what he does. He's, he's like a roaring lion, the Bible says, seeking who he may devour. And he's devouring the ones that are going through it. I'm not saying don't mourn, don't cry, don't weep, don't go through your trial. No, that's not what I'm saying. I say, well, you're going through them, stay strong. Well, you're going through them, keep your faith. Come on, somebody. Go through them, but keep your faith. Keep your faith. Because in those times is when he comes and the time he tries to feed off that. And all of a sudden, he's a little ant and he, and he feeds off you by the time you look a big old dinosaur because he feed off the thing that you're going through. This is your time to say, you know what? 
When I'm going through it, I'm not going to lose my faith. When I'm going through it, I'm not going to get weird. I'm going to stay, I'm, I'm going to stay plugged in. I'm staying, I'm staying trusting God. I'm staying believing in God. I, 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 might, I might be going through it, but I'm just going through it. Because I'm coming out of it. I, I'm coming out of what I'm going through. And I'm, everything's going to work out. Everything's going to be okay. Yes, I, I, I got hit. Yes, I got, I, but it's okay because where's my faith? My faith is strong. My faith is solid. Come on, somebody. My faith is in him. My faith is trusting in him. Regardless of what, what is going on, what's going to what happen, I'm applying my faith now. I'm applying my faith. I'm applying my faith to what I'm going through. I'm surrounding myself with my faith. And my faith is going to pull me through this. My faith is going to pull me through the trial and the tribulation. My faith is going to get me out of this rocking boat. This faith is going to get me through this heartache right now within my family. It's going to get me through the through this broken relationship. It's going to get me through this through come on with this financial problem. My 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 my, my God is going to get me through this sickness. He's, he's going to get me through it. See, this is where we say, God, I'm going to apply my faith. Some say, apply my faith. Apply my faith. And First John five four says this: For whatever is born of God overcomes the world and this is the victory that he has overcame the world our faith come on somebody amen know this that we are called to be overcomers you can overcome it apply your faith somebody say our faith you know that it was the bible says that there was the paralytic and mark carried by four men and they got their breakthrough, and he was able to get what belonged to him. You know why? Because Jesus said, their faith. Their faith made him whole. Because they worked together, because the power of faith. That's where the enemy is after your faith. He's after your faith. He wants to wear you down, wants to mess with you, wants to hit you over and over, because he wants to wear you down. And God said, no, no, your faith. Keep your faith. Come on, use your faith. Trust your, <laughs> trust, trust your faith. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, it says, Look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despised the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the Father. Come on, somebody. Mm, mm, mm. Wow. Let me give you one more. Isaiah 43, verse 1. But know this, that the Lord who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by my name, by your name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fires, you shall not be burned. Nor shall the flame scorn you. He's telling us, you're going to go through the fire. You're going to go through the rivers. You're going to go through this stuff. He says, but I'm there with you. Come on, somebody. Come on, amen. He, he is with us. I want us to stand this morning, church. I want us to stand this morning. He, he is with us. The enemy is trying to rob our faith. And then when we go through stuff, he, he attacking us. Just when we go through a situation, he starts feeding off it. He starts feeding off it. He starts messing with our minds. He starts messing with our hearts. He starts messing with our emotions. And he starts robbing us. 
So then when it's time to get up, we can't get up. We, 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 we it's time to go to church. We can't even go back to church no more. It's so hard. We're, we're embarrassed. We we're, we're feel guilty. We feel shame. That's why a lot of people don't come back because the enemy robbed them of their faith to stand again. When you're going through something, he, he, he tries to mess with all those things so that your faith won't get you to raise your hands, to cry out. He tries to make you feel that you don't qualify or you're a hypocrite. He makes you feel like that so that you won't get back up. I'm here to tell you, don't listen to the enemy. Lift up your hands. Cry out to him, regardless of what you've been through, regardless of how you felt, regardless of what mistake you made. You cry out to him and you say, God, I'm here. God, I love you. God, I've been through some hit and I made a mistake with God, but I'm back and I love you and I love you with all my heart and I come to apply my faith. I come to apply my faith. I come to apply my faith. I come to trust you. That question is, where is our faith? It's here now. Getting me better. Getting me back on the ball. Getting me going. I'm going to trust my God. My holy God. My good God. My loving God. My forgiving God. Every head bowed, every eye closed this morning. Maybe you're here this morning saying, Pastor, I don't know Jesus. I've... Uh, I've never experienced Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior. But I'm here this morning and I, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to give my heart to God. I, I, I need to give my life to Jesus. Uh, I'm tired of how I'm living. I'm tired of what I'm going through. I've been through so much and today I, I want to surrender my life to God. And If that's you this morning, I want you to lift up your hand. I want to pray with you this morning. If that's you. Anyone here say, I want to give my life to God. I, I want to give my life to Jesus. God bless you. Maybe you're here this morning, God bless you, God bless you. Maybe you're here this morning and say, Pastor, I've fallen away, I've drifted away, I need to come back. I need, I need to come back, I need to come back to God. I know that he loves me, I know that he cares for me, and I need to just get things right. If that's you this morning, lift up your hand, I want to pray with you this morning. God bless you, 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 God bless you. Maybe you're here this morning and saying, Pastor, I've been going through some stuff. I've been going through some things and I, I, I've been hit. My faith has been hit. Uh, I've been going through a tragedy. I've been going through a difficult time. I've been going through uh, financial problems. Uh, and the enemy has been sifting me and, and robbing me. And I, I don't want him to take all my faith. And I refuse to give up. I refuse to give in. And I, want, I need to trust him. I need to trust him all over again like never before. That's you lift up. I want to pray with you this morning. God bless you. God sees those hands. God sees those hands. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You lifted up your hand for salvation, restoration, and because God spoke to you, I want you to come now. I want you to come now. Now, the altars are open. Come now, bring your issues, bring your problems before God. Lay them at the altar. Leave them here at the altar. Leave what you're going through right here. Hallelujah, this is the time. This is the place. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, trust him. He's 